0: Welcome back to the rainy day horror show, people. It is Tuesday, and you know what time it is. It is time for short Reddit horror stories. But before we get into that, allow me to introduce myself, the host with the most Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the certified cougar hunter, a.k.a. the man with the biggest set of testicles on this planet. And yeah, it's, you know, Tuesday, it's noon, it's short Reddit horror stories, and I have, you know, a good one lined up. It's not great, it's not bad, but it is good, okay? And depending on how short this one is, and on time-wise, I might, you know, do a second one, but who knows? I'm feeling a little froggy tonight, so... Who knows? Alright? But before we get into it, sit back and relax. Let's escape the work day for, I don't know, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And let's just hang out, alright? Before we have to clock back in and just do work that we don't want to do, alright? So, without further ado, let's get into this beautiful short reddit horror story episode okay the first one that i have lined up comes from the subreddit scary stories with the user being four doors more Horrors. that's funny i like how that rhymed um the title that's what i was thinking of the title of this story is called the cursed Echoes, ooooh, okay, let's get into it. In a small, unsuspecting town in the heart of New England, there existed a seemingly ordinary house that concealed a deeply unsettling secret. It was known as the Blackwell Manor a place whispered about only in the darkest corners of local folklore. The house, shrouded in dark history, had stood for generations, its walls bearing witness to a series of inexplicable chilling events. In 1923... The Blackwell family mysteriously vanished without a trace, leaving their home to decay in eerie silence. No one dared to approach the house, for it was rumored that it was cursed, plagued by something unworldly. As the decades passed, tales of strange occurrences within the house grew more gruesome. It was said that on stormy nights, ghostly figures could be seen moving through the shadows, their anguished cries carried on the wind. Some claimed to have heard the faint but agonized whispers of the Blackwell family, their voices trapped in an eternal torment. One cold winter evening, a group of thrill-seekers decided to unravel the mysteries of the Blackwell Manor. Armed with cameras and flashlights, they ventured into the house's decaying cobwebbed covered interior. The air grew unnaturally frigid, and shadows danced eerily on the walls. As they ascended the creaking stairs to the upper floors, an ominous presence seemed to envelop them. Their flashlights flickered, their photographs displayed unnerving apparitions and the walls bore sinister cryptic messages that seemed to have been etched by an invisible hand. In one room, they discovered an old dusty mirror that seemed out of place among the decrepit surroundings. Its reflection showed more than just their own faces. It revealed twisted, spectral figures lurking behind them. The group panic and whoa, hold on, rewind. The group's panic surged as they realized that they were not alone. Whispers, distant cries, and chilling laughter began. To echo throughout the house, shadows took shape, and ghostly hands brushed their sol- soldiers. What the fuck? We're in a military movie now, not movie story. Jesus, it's been a long day at work, so I'm I'm sorry if the reading is gonna be a little bit off. So I'm gonna rewind again and let's get back to it. Shadows took shape, and ghostly hands brushed their shoulders, sending shivers down their spines. The temperature dropped to bone-chilling levels, and the walls seemed to bleed with dark, oozing stains. As they explored further, they found a hidden room in the attic, inside a haunting portrait of the Blackwell family hung ominously on the wall. The eyes of the figures in the painting followed them, and the faces contorted into expressions of agony. The group felt an overwhelming malevolent spirit in the room, and a deep dread consumed them. In their desperate search for an escape, they realized that the house had become a nightmarish labyrinth, its corridors shifting and twisting to keep them trapped. They could feel the spirits of the Blackwell family drawing nearer, their anger and despair palpable. And a final heart-pounding encounter, the group found a journal from the early 1900s chronicling... What? That doesn't sound right, but we're going to roll with it. Chronicling the family's descent into madness as their sinister dealings with forces beyond human comprehension. It becomes clear that the Blackwell Manor was a place of unspeakable evil, and the family had become unwilling conduits for dark entities. Their nightmare reached its climax when they heard the agonizing wails of the Blackwell family, and the walls seemed to close in around them. Desperation and terror gripped the group as they realized that the malevolent spirits sought to make them part of their eternal suffering. The group recited every prayer and plea they could remember, begging for release. As they did, the house itself seemed to shake and shudder, and they were finally freed from its accursed grasp. As they fled into the night, the Blackwell Manor crumbled behind them, disappearing into a cloud of dust and darkness. The group was forever scarred by the horrors they had witnessed, and the haunting story of the Blackwell Manor would forever haunt their dreams. To this day, no one in the town dares to speak of the house and its chilling nightmares of those who enter its accursed halls whoa hold on what the fuck rewind one more time then it's over all right and the chilling nightmares of those who encountered its accursed halls serve as a stark reminder of the terror that lurks Within the shadows, ooh, spooky. Ooh, ooh. There's a little haunted one for you, on this beautiful October day, right? And you know, since we're only ten minutes into this, eleven minutes into this, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you guys another story. All right, this one comes from the same subreddit, Scary Stories. The user commercial book 242 and the title of this story the boy with eyes of darkness my name is sarah and i live in a cozy little house at the end of elm street i'd spend weeks meticulously planning my costume, and decorating the front yard to spook the neighborhood kids. As the sun dipped below the horizon, I donned my wicked witch outfit, complete with the gnarled broomstick, and headed outside. The streets were buzzing with children dressed as monsters and superheroes, their laughter echoing through the crisp autumn air. The scent of candy and popcorn wafted from every corner. As I handed out treats, I couldn't help but get lost in the nostalgia of my own childhood Halloweens. Around 9 p.m., the sky was dark, and the once-bustling street had go- gone, had grown quieter. Most of the trick-or-treaters had returned home, their bags filled with sugary treasures. But a few stragglers remained, and that's when I noticed him. A boy, about ten, dressed in tattered rags and a mask that looked like a demon's face. He approached my doorstep saying nothing, only extending his candy bag toward me. Pity welled up in me as I thought about how late he must have been out. I dropped a few candies into his bag and wished him a happy Halloween. That's when I saw his eyes. Deep pools of darkness that seemed to absorb all light. They sent a shiver down my spine, but I dismissed it as a trick of the costume. The boy silently shuffled away into the night, leaving me feeling uneasy. I went back inside my house, locking the door behind me. The flickering candles and spooky decorations in my living room no longer seemed inviting. There was something unsettling about the encounter, and I couldn't shake the feeling that I had just met someone otherworldly. An hour passed, and I decided to turn in for the night. As I climbed into bed, I tried to shake off the unease and convince myself it was just Halloween jitters. But just as I closed my eyes, I heard a faint scratching sound outside my window it was subtle like the soft tap of long bony fingers on the glass i sat well i sat up and strained my ears the scratching continued growing more insistent fear gripped me as i approached the window drawing back the curtain there, outside, stood the same boy, his mask pressed against the glass. Those impossibly dark eyes stared into my soul, sending chills down my spine. I stumbled back from the window, my heart racing. This had to be some sort of prank, I told myself, even though the unease in the pit of my stomach told me otherwise. I considered calling the police, but what would I tell them? A boy in a costume was just trying to scare me? The scratching continued, now accompanied by whispers that slithered through the night like serpents. I couldn't make out the words, but they seemed to beckon me closer. Against my better judgment, I approached the window again, my heart pounding. The boy's voice, soft and melodic, finally reached my ears. Come with me, Sarah, he whispered, his lips concealed by the mask. Come with me. And you'll see wonders beyond your wildest dreams. I should have been terrified, but... A- Whoa, hold on. Rewind. I should have been terrified, but something about his voice held a strange allure. It was as if he knew a secret, a forbidden truth, that beckoned me closer. My hand reached for the latch of the window, and I felt an almost magnetic pull, urging me to open it and step outside. But then I remembered what my grandma used to tell me, never make deals with creatures of the night, for their promises are laced with darkness. That's actually kind of a gangster quote. Not gonna lie, kind of a gangster quote, and I kind of really like that one. That's cool. I don't know if they came, if the, the writer came up with this or what, but that's that's good. I like that one. That's a good... Yeah, that's good. I knew I couldn't go with this ig- in, 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 enigmatic... There we go. Enigmatic boy. No matter how tempting his words were. Summoning all my courage, I slammed the window, shut, and locked it. The boy outside let out an eerie high-pitched wail, and his presence vanished, as if he had never been there at all. I sank to the floor, my heart still racing, realizing the danger I had narrowly escaped. The rest of the night passed in restless dread, the whispers and scratching only serving as reminder of what could have been and that is the end of the story that's a good story people that was a really good story they're both good they're both good right even though we like our bad ones every now and then that was still a good story thoroughly enjoyed both of them hope you guys made you get a little spooky a little, little creeped out hope you guys got a little creeped out over there but yeah no those are good stories um I don't know. If I had to pick which one is my favorite, I'd probably say the first one because it's more of like an urban legend, right? The way you kind of read it, the way I kind of told it is kind of more like a urban legend, like somebody's telling you the story of this house and these group of this group of people that went in there. I like that. I like that first one. Y'all know me, alright? I love urban legends. It's just that classic storytelling, so... That's what that was. it was beautiful, I loved it. um, yeah, I hope you guys is you know work week is going good so far you know I'm finally at work after missing a whole week because of the vid, and it was fine still went by pretty quick, so you know not being a hater or anything over here it's nice, it's nice, but you know would rather be doing other stuff like playing my switch that I just got hell yeah brother and sister shit's so much fucking fun I love it, but, yeah, that's, you know, I don't really have anything else for you guys, you know, I'm just kind of doing the same old, same old, right, that's really it, um, coming up this week, tomorrow, Mine and Gabby's episode is coming out on McCamey Manor, it's a good episode, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoy it too, so, it was good, it was good, it's not, trust me, it's not even that long, I think it's maybe like almost a like, 50 minutes long, so, compared to our other stories, or our other episodes, it's not terribly long, um, what else, what else, what else, what else, Thursday, we're doing Trick or Treat, first, the, it's the first time I've ever saw it, and I fucking loved it, I love that movie, because it's basically an anthology, and it is so fucking good, so good, I loved it, um, Saturday we've got no not Saturday sorry Sunday we've got you know that uh dead people being mistaken for what is it for fucking Halloween props which is weird it's it's gonna be a good episode it's gonna be really really interesting and yeah it's just weird it was a weird one researching all right it was just weird and then next week on the 30th my interview or not my interview but well, technically my interview, because I interviewed somebody, so, that will be out, and you guys are gonna love that, I think, I'm pretty sure, I don't know why I said I think, I'm pretty sure you guys will love it, it'll be interesting to see me in a different kind of format, and me just talking shit with somebody, so that'll be fun for you guys, um, okay, now, Halloween, alright, Halloween's gonna be a busy day for us, me and you, alright, so, Halloween, I'm doing, I'm going to release, you know, just a normal um, Reddit horror story, right? And then I'm going to be doing a Halloween special that's probably going to release around 3 p.m., maybe 2, maybe, yeah, probably 2, all right, probably 2. And then that night, Halloween night at 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, and 5.30 Pacific Pacific. I'm going to be doing a live, alright, I'm going to be going live, me, Gabby, and one of my good friends from the UK, Tommy, Tommy Cullums of the Let's Get Freaky podcast, love that guy, he's awesome, and we're all going to basically be talking about cursed horror movies, alright, that you guys can watch that night, and I don't mean like they're cursed if you watch them, but like, cursed shit happened on set in while people were filming this movie, so, that'll be interesting, too, and it's, it's not going to be crazy long, it might be, like, an hour, hour and a half, just because, you know, Tommy's out in the UK, over in England, and he is about, I think he's five hours, six hours ahead of Eastern time, so it's gonna be really, really late for him, really, really late, but, He was willing, you know, he's willing to do that. Do, I can't speak. He's willing to do this with us. So, we're gonna be bringing a lot of shit to you guys. It's gonna be so much fucking fun. All right, it's gonna be so much fun. But other than that, that's basically the rundown for this next week. Well, not next week. Well, kind of next week. But like up until Halloween. And other than that, yeah, that's basically all I got for you guys. So if you wanna follow me on Instagram. It's going to be the rainy day horror show. And just send me, if you have your own creepy horror story, send it to me. If you have a real creepy encounter, send it to me. If you, I don't know, just want to send me like cool horror art, send it to me. All right. I love that shit. I love it all. So just, yeah, send it to me and you'll get my honest feedback. If you want to be like, Hey, review this for me. I will review it. If you give, want to give me ideas on like a horror movie that you want me to watch, just let me know. If you want to, I don't know, a person, a serial killer that you want me to read about and do an episode on, let me know, okay? Just hit me up, the Rainy Horror Show, okay? So, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, most importantly, the most important thing on this planet. Stay safe, my beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.